Okay, Boker Tov. Today's daf is daf Hey in Tana. So again, we learn for a four shleima for Yosef Azriel Ben Chaya Michal from the Mishnah daf Hey. Admosai Shalom We learned, we saw this Mishnah on yesterday's Gemara. That until when do we ask for rain? Rabbi Ramachi of our Pesach until the end of Pesach. Rabbi Ramachi to Nisan throughout the whole month of Nisan we ask for rain. Shneimar Pesach says in Yoel Vayor Lechem Geshem rain will come down showers. Moro Malkosh, the early rain and the later rain, Barishon, in the first month, indicating that rain can happen the whole month of Nisan. That's Rameir's opinion. Now, Rabbiudas is actually over Pesach. We explained yesterday that that, that uh, is different than Rabbiudas' opinion in the first Mishnah, that we only say, um, we only ask for Mashvaruchim Ardagoshim until the end, until uh, through um, the, first day, the first morning of Pesach through Shachris. And even though this is Sho'alin, and we talked before about Mashav Ruach, and this is more like She'ela, but it doesn't make sense if we're not saying, if we only say Mashav Ruach Gashem until uh, Shachris, through Shachris of the first day of Pesach, why would we consider asking for saying Talmud Levracha through Chalamoy? So the, the best opinion was, we tried to resolve it, the best opinion was Ula's opinion yesterday, two different shittas in Rabbi Yehuda. But the Gemara is going to deal, uh, with, first of all, with what's this idea that it can happen, Mora Malkush can happen Benisam. The Pashim Shat and Rameir is just saying is, listen, we have rain through all of Nisan because uh, Malkush, the early rains and the later rains can even happen in Nisan. In other words, rains go throughout Nisan. So we say, saying Talmutr throughout Nisan. That, that's the Pashim Shat and the Mishnah. But the Pasuk is problematic, says the Gemara. By Yored, Lachem, Geshem, Moro, Malkush, Barishan, Smashman, that the early rain and the late rain happens in Nisan all the way in Nisan, we're looking for rain right now, right? It's Kislev, we haven't had the first, we're looking forward to this weekend, supposed to be the first rain. Marcheshman has already passed without rain. We're in Kislev now. We're gonna wait till Nisan for the first rain. Says Marmalay, Rav Nachman, Rav Yitzhak. Now the, the authors here are important because Rav Nachman asked Rav Yitzhak this question and that's gonna to lead to the rest of the blot. Today's blot, it's all gonna be about questions that Rav Nachman raised Rav Yitzhak. The first one is related to the Mishnah. This Pasuk, Amalei Rav Nachman, Rav Yitzhak, Yorub and Nisan? The first rains only happen in Nisan? What do you mean? Yorub and Marcheshva? The first rains are supposed to be in Cheshva and Titania. Yorub and Marcheshva, Malkish Nisan. The first rains are in Cheshva, usually. That's why we said we start asking for rain on the seventh day of Cheshva. Um, Malkish, the later rains are in Nisan. But from the Pasuk and Yoel here, it's Mashma that even the early rains don't happen in Nisan. Amalei, Sir Yitzhak answered him. So all the, this whole Gemara is going to be questions that are not composed to Rav Yitzhak and Rav Yitzhak's answers. Amalei, Hachim Rav Yitzhak, that's what Rav Yitzhak says. May Yoel ben Pesuel. And the sky maker said, this Pasuk was fulfilled in the days of Yoel ben Pesuel. What happened? There was a curse in the days of uh, Achav's son, Yoram, uh, what's going to happen, that the, there was going to be famine for seven years. And what the Siv, it says, it says over there, in other words, there's not going to be any produce. Whatever's left over by the worms will be eaten by the locusts. Everything's going to be gone. That year, right, that year at the end of the seven years of famine, we'll talk more about that. And then the Yatsa Ador, Ador had already passed. In other words, now we're in Cheshvan, Kislev, right, Teves, Shvat, Ador. The whole winter there was no rain. Other no rain happened. That's part of the famine that God had decreed on the on the uh, sinning Jews. The first day of Nisan, that was when the first rains happened. The first rain, Rovea, we'll see in tomorrow's tomorrow, we'll talk about that. It irrigates, waters the field. The first, Amalem Navi Yisrael, so the Navi told them, Suvazaro, go plant. There's rain now, the, the, gra- the ground is wet, you can go plant. Amalem 
all we have is a little bit of seed. We're going to plant it. We have a small amount of wheat. Or or a couple of cob, a couple of measures of barley. What is our choice? Our person has a very small amount of seed, and that's all he has. Should he eat it and live? Or should he plant it and die? If we plant it, it'll take months for it to grow. If we plant it, we won't have anything. If we should eat it now, at least we'll live, right? Let's eat, let's eat what we have because we have nothing to eat. So you want us to plant it and, and it'll take months and meantime we'll die? That's God's command. No, go out and plant and, and sow it right now. Plant, uh, uh, sow the, plant the seeds. Naslam Ness and Ness happened, Veniskalahem, Mashabik Solin, Umashabakharinamon. What they found seeds in addition to what they had, whatever was left, the little bit that they had, they found seeds that the mice had stored in the walls and the cracks in the walls, and what was in the ant holes. They found seeds there, which is what they ate. They ate that stuff. Yosubazar, they went out, Rashi explains, they went out and planted what they had. They they listened to what the Navi said, plant, they planted whatever they had. And they ate what was in the walls. And again, they were still pretty hungry, right? Shani Shlishi Ravi, so Vizaru Shani, Vishlishi Ravi, Shani Shlishi Ravi, Viyardalem Ravi Ashniya Bachamishi. So they went and they planted it during the second day. Again, the first day of Nisan, it rained for the first time. Vizaru, and they planted in the second day of Nisan, the third day of Nisan, the fourth day of Nisan, Viyardalem Ravi Ashniya Bachamishi. And the second rain happened, the later rain, which usually takes months. Uh, happened months later, happened five days later or four days after the first rain, first of Nisan and the fifth of Nisan. And what happened? He krivu Omer b'shishasar b'Nisan, and and the Omer, the barley, which we bring the Omer, they were able to bring it on the sixteenth of Nisan. Only eleven days later, miraculously it grew, just like Hashem brought the famine. Hashem brought the uh, the plenty. Nimsus uh, Produce grain, which normally takes six months to grow, grew in eleven days. The omer, which is usually bought from the choicest of the grains that have been uh, planted in Tishrei all the way till Nisan, takes six months. Carbon was brought from uh, from produce that grew in eleven days. Well, also so they adore, the omer in the north as well. In the you're talking about Ahab. Yeah, you know, but, but they, it, it, the, whole, the, the whole land was, uh, but they had to bring it from there, presumably there was nothing in the, in the land at all. So no, they brought the Omer. No, the Omer was brought as a carbon, whatever they brought the Omer. Uh, yeah, because yeah. they didn't go to the base of Mikdash. I, mean, that was, uh, I don't know, whoever had to go, whoever brought it in the base of Mikdash had to bring it from somewhere, and that was miraculously, maybe the whole Eretz Yisrael grew that way. So, Omer, that's the, so that's how they're explaining the Pusik, as a command from God? It was a command. What was the Yorah? Yeah, the yeah in other words, hot. right, we're explaining the Pusik that the Yorah Maksh was that year. The so God told him it's going to work. It's going to work, and, he, and, he, and it worked. And, they, and there, in that month, Marishan, in the first month, they had the Maramakish. See, as far as Rameir Shita, that it rains in Nisan, right? That it, that, that we say That's okay even with the later rain, because the later rain's supposed to happen right. and the normal course happens in Nisan. That's, that's in Rameir's okay. But the question is, what's the Pusik? Pusik says that the first rain happened in Nisan. The first and the last rain happened in Nisan. It didn't say the first rain was in Cheshven uh, uh, or Kislev and the second rain was in Nisan. The early rain and the late rain was in Nisan. What do you mean the early rain and late rain was in Nisan? That's, that's after the winter already. The answer is that year was a famine and now Hashem brought them back and, and even the early rain started in the beginning of Nisan, and this was the, the, the miracle that it all grew in time for Pesach. 
Balosador Omer, and that Pusik, and on that generation, that's the Pusik that David Amel says, Hazor Medima, the ones who planted weeping, because they said, we're, we're planting basically, we're going to die. We're, die, right? we're planting, we're, not, we're planting a food, Barini Ixoru, they'll harvest in rejoicing. Haloch Yelach Uvacho, no Semeshach Hazor. What does that mean? Pusik goes on to say, uh, as he walks on, he cries. No say Meshachazara, and then he carries the measure of, of seed. What does he what do you mean by that? You already explained. Hazorim Bedima Barina Ktsaru, they planted crying and they reaped joyously. So what does this what does this mean? He goes on you go on to say uh, he's crying and then he brings the measure, like it's like a repeat. No. My Halakhavacho, no so much words I mean Yudah. Before we talk about the people, the people planted crying and then they got it. They, they harvested rejoicing, because it all grew miraculously. Ravir explains this, this is even the ox. Uh, when the ox plows the field in preparation for seeding, right? He cries because he's got nothing to eat. The shore is also starving, right? He has nothing to eat, and there's no food. As soon as on his way back, as he walks, you know, he, he plows the whole field from, from one corner to the other, and then on his way back, it already grew. It He's already eating the green produce from the furrow that he had just planted. It grew miraculously in, within, within, you know, a short, very short period of time. That's what he means. He will come rejoicing. He'll come rejoicing. You know, the animal's also going to uh, he's going to come rejoicing. What does no sale mean? He'll carry his sheaves. Normally, the stalk, the part that, 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 like the stem, is much bigger than the food part, the ear, what they call the ear of, of the wheat. The, the food part, the fruity part, is much smaller. Here, the miracle was that the stalk was, let's say, one zeris, one span, a span like from an elbow to your pinky, right? Shibolas zartayim. And the food, the, the, uh, the fruit part, the, the part of this, the cereal that's the edible part, was twice as big. Normally, the stalk is three, four times bigger than the food. Here, the food, that was the miracle. I'm a of Nachman of Yitzhak. Now, so this, this really is, is the issue of our Mishnah, right? We're talking about the rain. We're going to talk more about the rain, the early rain, the late rain. But the, the issue was over here, when do we, we don't pass like this Mishnah. We pass, we only say Mashavaruch until the first morning of Pesach Shachris, and we stop saying St. Talmotor, Erev Pesach. The last time we say St. Talmotor is Mincha of Erev Pesach. But this Mishnah held two opinions. Rabbi Yudah says you continue saying it until Pesach is over. A mayor said you say it through the whole month of Nisan. How does Rabbi Meir use that this Pesach was a special case? Right, 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 so special case. Your, I, uh-uh. So the special case was for the Mora, but the Malkosh makes sense. The Malkosh, the later rains could happen in Nisan. That's what he's getting it from. The Malkosh makes sense. That's what I said. The Malkosh is what Rabbi is concerned about. You see that rains even happen in Nisan. The Gemara is asking, okay, we understand rains in Nisan, but not the first rain. How does the first rain in Nisan? The first rain should be earlier. So that was the story that happened at, one, that, at that time. So now, once we bring down that story of Nachman asking of Yitzchak and Yitzchak's answer about the miracle with the famine and then the plenty, he asks him a bunch of other questions which are unrelated, but they were talking in Torah. So Nachman said to Yitzchak, this is still related to that. The other things are not going to be related, but this is still related to the famine of seven years that, that, 
that the plenty that we talked about was afterwards, right? Hashem called out the, the new, no, he said, Hashem, Hashem declared there's going to be a famine and it's going to come to the land for seven years. What do they eat those seven years? How do they live? They had whatever, whatever was stored up in the pantry in their house, they ate that. Shnia, the second year, whatever was left over in the fields that the animals hadn't eaten, they found, they, they scrounged around and found whatever was there, right? So, um, whatever, you know, whatever was in the field, you know, there might have been something left there, so uh, it's not exact, but uh, they took whatever, whatever was there. So, um, whatever was left over, the stuff that grew without planting, they couldn't plant, whatever was left over. That was the second year. What about Shlishis in the third year? Basar uh, Bahamut Torah. They ate the, uh, the, the clean animals. That is the kosher animals, like oxen and goats and sheep and deer, things like that. Ravias Basar Bahamut The fourth year, they were starving. They had nothing to eat. They ate the pigs and the horses, too. Chamish is the first, the fifth year, Basar Shkotsim They ate the, 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 uh, the, the, the reptiles, the abominable creatures, the, the reptiles, the, the crawling creatures, they ate really junk. In other words, they're, they're just as non-kosher as the Basar Behemoth but you got to be, you know, you got to be more desperate to eat that. Shisha's the sixth year, Basar Behemoth Sam. Some, they ate some of their children. There was, the people were so starving, they ate some of their children. Shvi'as in the seventh year, Basar Zerosayim. They even ate their, themselves. They ate their own arms. They were so starving. Lekai Mashinemer, each Basar Zeroyochel, the Basar said that, the Basar predicted that each will eat his own, his own flesh. Now, Rashi says it doesn't mean all of them. Obviously, there, were, they, there, was, there was something left over. Rashi says, Some of them. What does that mean, some of them? Some of the children or some of the parts of the, anim- of, of the people. It's hard to, hard to imagine this. Um, in your midst there will be holiness, and I will not come to the city, says God. What do you mean? If there is Kedusha in, in your midst, why won't God join you? This said again, I will not, I will not attend, I will not come into the Yerushalayim of above in the, the, uh, the heavenly Yerushalayim until I come into Yerushalayim Shalmat. In other words, when you'll be good downstairs here and I will come in your midst, then I will go up there. Is Yerushalayim above? That's joined together. What's it joined together with? That means there's another corresponding Yerushalayim up above, and Hashem will go into that one above only after he comes down to the one below. Uh, the Gemara also, also says that, that elsewhere we talk about the Yerushalayim Shalmalo and Yerushalayim Shalmato. So I always said that, you know, not every, you know there are people who are not going to be Zoha to Yerushalayim Shalmalo. But maybe if, if you already live in your Shalim Shalmata before the the the, the Geula, so maybe we you know we have an in already. In other words, like they, uh, people say Shalim is not in this chalak among the Shvatim. So even if you own a house, you lost a lover, they're gonna take away your house because it belongs to which Shavit, you know, you're in, right? It belongs to or or you know, it doesn't work that way. However, it's gonna be a portion later on. But maybe if we're here already, so maybe we've got an in and we're automat like we are automatically uh, Punched in, first you know, dibs. first dibs, yeah. And all together, they will be senseless and foolish. Who are these? Musar Havolam Eitzhu, the rebuke of, uh, of the fools, 
right, of, of uh, you know, vanity is havalim, havalim, a vanity of vanities, etsu, it's wood. What, is, what does that pasuk mean? And at once they're stupid and they're foolish and, and, uh, and uh, they, they don't accept rebuke. Uh, they're like etsu, etsu, like Rashi says, if it wouldn't be for the drusha, we'll say these are idiots. They're like, they're like wood, they're like a shtikholz. They, they don't accept any rebuke. There's no point in rebuking them. They, they, they're too stupid to accept anything. What does that mean? That doesn't mean that at all. See, there is one thing. It doesn't mean that at once they're stupid and fools and they're so dumb that you can't rebuke them at all. This word Biochan says, there's one thing, Shemavares Rashom Gehenim. There's one thing that burns up the evildoers in hell. Mahi Avorazara. Avorazara. It says that the rebuke of the vanities is wood. It says over there about Avorazara that they are vanity, they're vain, there's nothing there. Maisetatum, they're simply. Uh, you know, makes their the, tattoo means like they're it makes no sense. They they're, mean, they're meaningless. They're delusional. So, and therefore we say that have, uh, the pasuk then for means of There is not not that at once they are stupid and fools and there's no point in the, in telling them anything because they're such idiots. No, it means there is one thing which is going to burn these people up. What is that? That's the rebuke of the. Of the Avodazara for worshiping Avodazara, Eitzu because the Avodazara is simply Eitz, right? Like you know, we say Eitz and Avon, and that's all they are. Uh, uh, you know, I am my envelope, Yiru, etc. Right? They're simply they're they're, they're meaningless. That's a shot in that pasuk. But it's like it's another thing that he asks. The pasuk says, "Kishtaim rose osa ami." My nation has done two bad things. Tartu nuravit. There's only two. Esrim v'tartin shvikalu. Left over the gear says Esrim v'tartin. He left over the other 22, because there's 24 things that they sinned. Rashi brings down the post, it says that they, they, they over on 24 Averis, or some say that they went against the, 40, the 24 Sifre Kodesh. But the point is, but they only did two things, he left off the other 22. That's what it means. Achasi doesn't mean that there's only one sin. It means that there's one sin, though, which is the equivalent of two. And as Avodazara, like we said before, that the Pusik of Yivaru, Vikasa Musur Havalim Eitzu, that's speaking about Azara. This Pusik is also speaking about Azara. Kishtaim Ros Asaami doesn't mean they only did two. They did many evil things, but there's one evil thing that is the equivalent to. What is that about Azara? It says, Kishtaim Ros Asaami, my nation has done two bad things. Osi Azvu, they left me, they forsook me, Makor Maim Chaim, a source of living water. Lachts of Lehem for them, and what did they leave me for? To hew out, to, to dig out. Be'eros, Wells, Be'eros Nishbarim, broken wells. I, I'm like a, a well spring, a natural spring, which is going to give them Mayim Chaim, and they dug out some broken wells. Ksib Bahu, right, so he says, that means that they, they left me and they got something else. There's two bad things they did. They left me and they went and they got something which is nothing. Ksib Bahu, Ki Ivru, Ketiyam, when you, when you pass the islands of the, of the Kutites, the, those people, Veru, go, go there, pass their islands, Veru, and see. The Kedar Shilchub is and go to Kedar. Those people in Kedar uh, send people there and try to understand them well. This Bonumo, Hahemer Goyelohim, does a nation exchange its God? They're not even gods. They worship things which are not gods, and they don't even exchange those things. The Ami Hamer Kvodo and my nation, B'nai Israel, exchange its honor, meaning believing in God, blow oil for nothing. 
So that's that's the point over here that the Avodah is like two, right? The Kutim, why can Mefarish, Sheira, you know, the Avodah is like two things. And he gives an example, why is the Kutim, why does he give the example with the Kutim and the, and the Kedarim? Ton of the Bryce is like the Kutim of the Eish. They worship fire. The Kedarim over the Lamayim, the second group, the Kedar, the Kedarites, uh, they worship water. We all know, everybody knows that the water extinguishes the fire. So why don't the people who worship the fire say, look, this fire is gone. The other God, the God of the water, so to speak, will just destroy this. Still, they don't give it up. They still worship the fire, even though, no, no, the fire could be gone in two minutes with, with some water. They still didn't do it. They still, they still won't give up their God. And yet you exchanged me and you didn't get anything. So they, they believe in something which is nothing. Rashi says, Top Rashi says, We're worse than two of them. Even though their gods are, are so little, the, the fire could be consumed by the water and the water could dry up in nothing. And with nothing. It's like another thing that he asked him. When Shmuel got older, when Shmuel got older, it came time for him to die. Did Shmuel really become Siv? Did it become old? Like Saba, right? Sav, the Sav, an older person. Did Shmuel ever come out? Koli Hai, did he ever get old? He only lived till the age of 52. If a person dies at the age of 52, Mori over there says if he dies, it's you know, 60, it's Kores, etc., all the various uh, uh, signs of death. It dies at 52, that's Shmuel Rossi. He weaves wean for two years, and then he was like a lady, like a lady lived like for a lady, like the equivalent of a lady. A lady finishes his uh, avoda, he retires at 50. So it's brought down, Rashi explains that they figured out that he was 52, two years till he was weaned, and then 50 years he worked, he worked, he, he lived like, like the service of a lady. In any case, he lived till 52 years. So what do you see over here? He asked him this question. <coughs> um, it says when Shmuel got older, the following thing happened. When he got older, he never got old. He died at 52. That's a young man. It says again, old age suddenly came upon him and he turned white. He turned white. All of a sudden, he, he, he turned his hair turned white and he became older. What was the story? After Shaul after sinned against God by not uh, listening to what God commanded him. Hashem said to Shmuel, you know what? You just appointed Shaul to be the king. Change my mind. I, I regret that I've uh, made Shaul the king. So Shmuel said, please God, don't kill him now. You've made me the equivalent of Moshe Aaron. We had this puzzle before. It's Moshe Aaron Moshe Aaron are his Priests, Shmuel Bekarishma and Shmuel is uh, is the uh, ones who call out Hashem's name, Ma, right? So uh, you may be the equivalent of Moshe Aaron. Ma Moshe Aaron lo batlu masi and just like Moshe Aaron, uh, the 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 work of their hands was not destroyed during their lifetime. Rashi says this is Yoshua because Yoshua was educated by both Moshe and by Aaron. So Yoshua didn't uh, Yoshua didn't die until Moshe and Aaron were gone. So I also don't destroy the work of my hand uh, in my lifetime. You, you're going to kill Shaul? I just made him like, you're ruining my life's work. I, I appointed him. I was the judge, you know, for all these years. 
until I finally got Shaul, you allowed me to make Shaul. Now you're going to kill him now? It's, it's, my work is going to be destroyed. Others learned that, the other Sharm learned that it's, Rashi says that it's the Yoshua was, his, was the work of Moshe Aaron. Others say that it was the Mishkan, which wasn't totally destroyed. Anyway, and then he says, so, so Shmuel pleaded with God not to kill Shaul at this point in time. Omar Kodesh Baruch Hu, what should I do? If I want to kill Shaul, which I want to do now, Shmuel is not allowing me to. He says, please don't kill him while I'm alive. Should Shmuel die? When he's this young, in other words, he would, at this point, he was, only, he was only like 50, as we'll see, 49, 50, when, when this story happened, people will make fun of him. They'll say he died so young, he must have been a sinner. We thought he was the big you know, leader of the Jewish people, the big tzaddik. People say there must have been some sin that he had. Let's say both of them shouldn't die. Malchus David. Malchus David is upcoming. David's time is about to come. And Shmuel has to stop. Shmuel and Shoal both have to stop being king. One Malchus cannot uh, touch over there. He can't overlap. Can't overlap. That's, that's, that's the rule of God. Not like... Uh, not like in America where the election's in November and then they play around for two months, right? It's like here, you know, one, it can't overlap. So David's time is coming. I can't leave Shmuel, who was, uh, who was effectively the king. Shaul ruled with him. They both ruled together. Uh, I can't leave him around. I feel Kamalanima, even, even like a second, you know, even like the, uh, the thickness of a, of a thread, meaning they can't overlap at all. Omar Kodesh Baruch Hu, did, I'll t- did, yeah. Didn't David and, and, and Shlomo, didn't they overlap? David, no, wait, Sh- Shmuel. Yeah, he anointed him, but but he was only took over after Shmuel, David died. Right, right, right. But they, they so he wasn't really the king. You know, one wasn't really the king. Omar Kadosh Baruch Hu, Akbitzal love Ziknas. I'll tell you what happened. I'll make him old. I'll make Shmuel old. If he dies young, 50, 52, people will say, look, he must have sinned. I'll make him look old, and death, there he'll die. Heinrich Sivit. That's what it says. Shaul would have died immediately. But it says over there, Shaul, uh, uh, he settled or he sat in Giva. Giva is in Binyamin. Tachas Eshel, under that kind of an Eshel, is a kind of a tree. Barama in, in the Ramah, which is like remote, you know, in Ramah. And Ramah is in Har Ephraim, explains Rashi, right? Which is in Ephraim, which is Har Ephraim, which is really right outside of Yerushalayim, as Yerushalayim is Ephraim. So he says, what does this possibly make sense? Bechimayin in Giva, it's the Ramah. Giva is in, is in Binyamin. And Rama is in Ephraim. What, what does it mean? He's sitting in, in Binyamin under the tree of Ephraim. What does that mean? Why was Shaul Zoha to sit as a king in Giva in Binyamin? Two and a half years. He would have died right away. But he was able to reign as a king two and a half years. The, like the last two and a half years of Shmuel's reign, of Shmuel's reign, he reigned together. He started in the 11th year and finished in the 13th year. Rashi says that in the 13th year of, of uh, Shmuel's reign, he died in the 8th month of the Shmuel's reign. So he worked, he, so Shoal served in the 11th, the full 12th, part of the 11th, the full 12th, and part of the 13th year of Shmuel's reign. So why was he Zoha to that? In other words, he was really in Binyamin. But he was zochet to it because the tefillah of Shmuel HaRamasi, who Shmuel, who came from Ramot, from, from Ephraim. So the Gemara says, Can one person die because of another person? In other words, you're saying, why does Shmuel have to die? Because David's time is coming. So you're going to kill Shmuel just because David's time is coming? Ain't. I have hewn through the prophets, right? I have formed them. 
uh, I killed just my, the word of my mouth. The Maseim Lonim, it doesn't say I killed them because of their evil doings. Hashem commanded it. Hashem commanded this is the, this is the uh, authorities. These are the line of authorities. When this one's king, this one's got to be king. If it's time for David, the one before Shmuel had to die. Alma, but Nachman Yitzchak, so if Nachman had asked all these different questions, or Yitzchak, again, the first one's related to our issue of the rain, and the other ones are because they were, it brings out all their discussions. Rav Nachman Yitzchak, we said they were sitting having a meal. Please teach me some more Torah, tell me some Torah. said, We don't talk while we're eating, right? Because maybe the food will go down the windpipe instead of the gullet. The Yavale Sakana, and you might, you might, uh, you might put in danger. You could choke, right? So, unfortunately, uh, say this was in those days when they ate laying down, leaning over. When we eat today, you know, sitting up, it's less of a problem. You know, usually people talk while they're eating, right? Um, we also told them a milsa. Yeah, yeah. So no, so yeah, that's that also that's also he told them that, right? Just like, but that wasn't really what he told them. He told them that you shouldn't. That's also a halacha, right? It's also a halacha. That's like you know the I tell you the story the. The, the Spartan like to say Kaddish all the time. Kaddish, they're always saying a Kaddish, right? Whatever they Kaddish, a Kaddish. So he kept saying a Kaddish, Kaddish. So the Ashkenazi guy walked over to him, the yeshiva guy walked over and says, you know, it's brought down in the Sfarim that you're not supposed to say Kaddish so many times. He says, oh, that's a good Allah. He's got all these Kaddash. Just from what he told them, you know, he learned that. So here, you can say he told them that. But Basra said, after they finished eating, we're in the first of the wide lines. This is what Bilchan said. Yaakov Avina Lomes, he told him this halacha. Yaakov Avina didn't really die. He didn't really die. He's really still alive. For nothing, they eulogized him, and they embalmed him, and they buried him. Like, what was that all about, you know? Fear not, my, my servant Yaakov, and don't be afraid, Yisrael. Kihinini and calls him both Yaakov and Yisrael. Kihinini Moshiacha, I will save you, Merochak, from far. Vesarachem Eretzshivim, and I will save your seed, your children, from the land of their captivity. Makashu Lazaro, Yaakov is just like his Zera. Mazaro Bachaim, Afu Bachaim, they're both alive. That's like, that's what we say. Yaakov Avinu Lo Mes. You know, so what? So what did they bury? They thought he was dead. El Lachayu Olam, right? Bechidis, he says, Gosh Bachaim, Shu Makavis Yisrael, Meosrim Shem Shvi Shvasim. Afu uh, b'chaim she be'anu begula. Rashi says, "Udachantu chatayin mid malem shemais of chayu." They thought he was dead, but he's still alive. In other words, they buried him, but he was still alive. He didn't lie. They buried him alive, but he's still alive. I'm Rabbi Yitzchak. Another thing Rabbi Yitzchak said. Kolom Rachav Azona was the famous story with the Miraglim that she saved the Miraglim, and she was one of the most beautiful women in the world. Woman in the world. And if you just say the words, miad nikar, a person will have a seminal issue. As soon as he just says those words, he thinks about her. Amr Leh, so that's what Yitzchak said. Amr of Nachman, so of Nachman, who was talking to him, said, uh, I know, I mean, it doesn't mean anything. I say, Rachav, Rachav, it doesn't, doesn't do anything to me, it doesn't bother me. I'm like, Makira. Only if he knew her and recognized her. Rashi says it's one and the same, Yoda Makira. Tosa says, Yoda means that he, he had relations with her. And he had relations with her and he recognized her. This goes with the idea that a person only has. Here, Hurim only has, has uh, improper thoughts about somebody that he knows, not Stam that he doesn't he never heard of him before. Interesting that he brought this one. He didn't ask what Chat was, right? Yitzchak just said that. Kevin Miftmi Adadi. So here we come to a famous line when Reb Nachman and Reb Yitzchak 
left Rav Nachman had asked all these questions of Yisak when he left him, when they came to part, Amalei Lifchamar, please bless me. You've taught me all these different Torah. Please give me blessing. Amalei Emshel Chomashol. This is one of the most overused lines of the Gemara that are used in every speech that you've ever heard, right? They've used this all the time. Amalei Emshel Chomashol. I'll give you a Mashal. I'll give you an example. Lamad Avodomer. It became a famous song now. Lamad Avodomer. La Adam Shai Olech Bamid. A person was walking in the wilderness. Vaya Rav. He was he was hungry. Vaya if he was tired. But some man he was thirsty. Matzah Ilan and he found a tree there. He found a tree in the middle of the, of the desert. Sheparosimatukim that had sweet fruits. Vitzilo Noan had a great shade. And there was a stream of water running underneath the tree. Ochomiprosim, he ate of its fruits. Veshasimay, he drank from the water. Vyasha Vitzilo, and he sat in the shade. He enjoyed himself. When he wanted to go away, Omar, he said, Elon, Elon, Bama, Bracha, I'm going to bless you, O tree, O tree. If I tell you, if I say that you're, I give you a blessing, that your fruits should be sweet, they're already sweet. You have good shade. It's already good shade. You should have a stream of water around you. You already have a stream of water. Ella, I bless you. All the the uh, plant, all the trees that come from you, that they plant from your seed, you can also will be like you. Af ata, so, so, so said Rav Yitzchak to Rav Nachman, how should I bless you? Im, im b'torah, hare yesh torah. Interesting, he had Torah, but still Rav Nachman was asking, asking all these questions of Rav Yitzchak, right? He didn't know everything, but he still had Torah, right? He had all the stories, so he said, hare, uh, what's the girsa? Hare yesh torah, you have Torah. Ve'im l'gdula, he puts in, v'im l'gdula, v'reish l'chadula, v'im l'chavad, v'reish l'chadula, he says, he puts in, v'im y'osher, v'reish l'chadula, you have wealth, im b'badim, v'reish l'chadula, Ella, Ella y'ratzom, y'ratzom shi'u tzatzay, me'echa k'moscha, that the, the, those that emanate, that your children that emanate from you, that's the bracha that they should be like you. All right, well, tomorrow we'll pick it up from your Mitzvah, and we'll talk more, get more into the actual details of the Yorah Malkosh, the rain. Have a good day, everybody. Kultus. Thank <laughs> you.